Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dotson, pastor of JF Believers Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and clicking on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. Matthew chapter 24. In Emmanuel Velikovsky's book, Worlds in Collision, we are given an idea of what our world would be like in his description of what would happen if a heavenly body came close to the earth and caused it to tilt on its axis. We read therein the following. At that moment, an earthquake would make the earth shudder. Air and water would continue to move through inertia. Hurricanes would sweep the earth and seas would rush over continents, carrying gravel and sand and marine animals and casting them on the land. Heat would be developed, rocks would melt, volcanoes would erupt, lava would flow from fissures in the ruptured ground and cover vast areas. Mountains would spring up from the plains and would travel and climb on the shoulders of other mountains, causing faults and rifts. Lakes would be tilted and emptied, rivers would change their beds, large land areas uh, with all of their inhabitants would slip under the sea, forests would burn and the hurricanes and wild seas would rust them from the ground on which they grew and pile them, branch and root, in huge heaps. Seas would turn into deserts, their waters flowing away. Then the sign of the Son of Man will appear. What this sign will be, we do not know for sure. Now there are many ideas and conjectures, all of which, well, they have romantic overtones. I don't know. A cross in the heavens? Mm, A star that has signified his earthly arrival, the one that came as a baby? Even the very cosmic disruptions previously mentioned herein? You know, the best guess is simply Jesus himself. The phrase, all of the tribes will mourn, no doubt refers to Israel, but certainly will include the whole of mankind, and we can see a little of that in Zechariah 12.10. As if to emphatically put to rest all false messiahs, verse 30 tells us that we will see the true messiah arrive and it'll be no secret. Coming on the clouds, quote unquote, tends to give the idea that he will be out in the open where all will clearly see him return. What a moment to behold. For it will be vindication day for the Lord as well as for all of us who believed. The one they beat spit on, rejected and crucified, will come back to clearly establish that he is the Lord of glory. Verse 31 says, he will send out his angels with a great sound of a trumpet, and they will gather together his chosen ones from the four winds from one end of the sky to the other. This gathering of his elect will be the last such gathering For the believers that are left, Jew and Gentile alike, will have at this point been scattered throughout the world. In what we can only imagine to be a display beyond words, the angels of heaven will go out to every corner of the earth and bring them all back together again. Verse 32 says, Now when the fig tree learned this parable, When its branches has become tender and produces its leaves, you know that the summer is near. 
Even so you also, when you see all these things, know that he is near, even at the doors. You know, God has never measured time in relation to man in terms of years and minutes, but seemingly rather in degrees of sin and morality. Jesus uses this parable of a fig tree to present a vivid picture of predictability, one that we would understand throughout all the generations, those that have come before and all those that would follow. Now, many an unbeliever has naysayed the watchful hearts of Christians from the day Jesus physically left this earth. Yet we stand today in light of a reality that he is indeed returning. Seeing the prophetic events unfold around us even now, we would have to be fools not to clearly recognize that, well, quote, summer is near, end quote. Now the spiritual summer, it's not here yet. Ah, but the leaves are starting to appear. It won't be long. Verse 34 of our chapter here in Matthew says, Most certainly I tell you, this generation will not pass away until all these things are accomplished. Now this may, on the surface, seem like yet a further key to placing a date on the events described herein. <clears throat> because of this, man has attempted to translate the meaning of this verse in innumerable ways. But the problem still remains. What is a generation? Now, some say that the meaning of generation is the traditional one, one generation of a people. Yet it cannot be the generation of the apostles, for they did not live to see these events. Some understand its meaning as an age, quote unquote, as an age of people, specifically the Jewish nation. Thus, the idea would be that the Jewish nation would not cease to be before these last days occurrences. Some go on to understand this message to be those he mentions back in verse 33, those who would, quote, see all these things, end quote. The generation that would see the beginning of these things therein would live to see the end of them. But all being said, we do not know exactly what all these things are. If the regathering of Israel in 1947 is part of these things, well, then time is indeed very short. Perhaps the race of people, and race is the purest interpretation of the word, that Jesus was referring to, was the generation that lived in unbelief of his deity. Well, then it would be that generation that would indeed not pass away before he would return. Verse 35 says, Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. Now, if there is one verse in scripture that solidifies the authenticity and the longevity of scripture, well, this is it. Therefore, the words in this passage and ultimately the whole of scripture are unmoving, unchanging. Verse 36 says, but no one knows the day and the hour, not even the angels of heaven, <clears throat> but my father only. So here is yet Another crucial verse that we would all do well to heed. Yet, like so many others, this one has regularly been ignored by so very many. The Seventh-day Adventists, the Jehovah Witnesses, and many, many others. So let us all say it together. Here we go. 
No one knows exactly when he is coming back. No one knows. This certainly applies to the rapture. But even related to the second coming, although as that day approaches, the man will indeed see it coming. One has to believe that such is the point of this chapter of scripture. That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. For more information about Pastor Tim and JF Believers Church, visit jfbelievers.com.